Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 192. Where's the CD? My name is Josh Canal. To my left, John Richards. Hello, listener. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. Oh, what a, what a fantastic show we've got coming up for the listeners. If we do say so ourselves. I do say so ourselves. <laughs> well, then it is true. Well, then, if there you we go. accept we, that, we, that we can say it about ourselves. We've got a review of the new US show Southland. We've also got quotes, if that's not enough for you. Crap TV, if that's not enough for you. I don't buy it. If that's not enough for you. Another crap TV. Woo! That's just too much. Really? Yeah, no, I think you've, you've gone over. You'll have, to, you'll have to scale it back. No, we need. We need a guest on top of that. No, no guest. No really? guest. No time for guest. What about that guest that didn't come in the other week? Or the one that didn't come in the week before that? Or the one that's in <laughs> Paris is- at the moment. Oh, yeah, that's a great guest. <laughs> Completely spontaneously, <laughs> I could go grab Sam Pang right now. He's in the other room. He's quite happy to do it. Mm. Sure. Go. Do it. We're going to have Sam Pang on the show as well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> he might be a bit drunk. Sure. <laughs> it gets Let, better and better. Let's give it a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, right. So what you're doing there, Brett, is you're building the listeners up. And then you're cutting them down. He's going to be in. Sam Bang. They're out of pizza as well next door. They they are, (laughs) largely because of us. They are now. Yeah, so there's no pizza left and a drunken Sam Pang will not be coming on this week's show. (laughs) Really, it's gone wrong, hasn't it? Actually, it's a bit of a journey. It's an emotional journey, isn't it? We started them off, we got them all excited, we brought them back back down again. Well, you know, in in lieu of Sam Pang, I think we should have letters to box cutters. Okay. Okay. Maybe some pork. Maybe uh, if you it's, watch one thing. It is a little bit like the end of Battlestar Galactica, isn't it? You're expecting Sam Pang and you get letters to box cutters. I, well, I, I wasn't expecting Sam Pang, uh, who is, by the way, the fifth Cylon. But I, uh, I, I, was, uh, I, I was expecting letters to box cutters. Maybe that's because I was in the meeting by myself. <laughs> this is the longest introduction we've ever done. Is that why you were late getting here? Actually not. Yes. Yes. I was having a meeting with myself and then I thought, hang on a second. Someone's missing Nobody from this meeting. Nobody else got their memos. Are we out of the band? No. No, you're not. You're, you're not. not. I might be. Still waiting to hear on that. <laughs> well, uh, John. John. Brett's onto something. He is. There's a, if you watch one thing, as always, though, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. WA Today reports that the 7 and 9 networks will both begin offering streaming versions of full episodes of all local programming beginning as early as next month. Nine's uh, recently announced agreement with Warner Brothers included online rights, which implies that this service could also be extended beyond just local production. Oh, so we're looking at like a Hulu kind of thing where they'll play well real shows? Maybe. Because the, the model for streaming is still undecided, and uh, 9MSN Chief Executive Joe Pollard said that they may charge for content with one-off or subscription models, so they're looking at $2.99 for an episode, or uh, you subscribe for a month, you get to watch as much as you want, uh, or advertising-supported models. So, so they haven't actually made a decision on how they're going to do it with 9, and knowing 9MSN... 
as as I do, they're going to do it in the shittest way possible. That's that's my prediction, that they are going to do it in the shittest way possible. <laughs> well, we'll certainly be looking forward to seeing if that pans out. Tim Warner uh, from Channel 7, who's a programming head there, said that streaming overseas shows for them would be more difficult because they still had to negotiate all the uh, online rights. But it is something that they are working on. So... It's not going to be a Hulu type thing because Hulu is one place to go for pretty much all of your networks. Uh, the the free to air networks here would just never never come together like that. To so so it's a bit like the iPlayer, which the ABC already does. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is it's pretty much the first anniversary of the iPlayer, right? And uh, and Has so it really been a year. Yeah. Yeah, it has. And SBS has been streaming wow. a lot of theirs for a while as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. SBS is doing wonderful things with theirs. So, effectively, the commercial stations have now caught up with the people with no money. Pretty much. And uh, and one of the interesting things from this article is uh, is that uh, apparently the, the episodes that Yahoo 7 are streaming at the moment uh, are getting like a, a million hits a month. The uh, and, and and what's his name? Tim Warner said, "It's quite stunning. It's way, way over a million a month. I did not expect it to be as big or grow as fast as it has." That just says to me so much about <laughs> yes. how they don't understand their market. Yeah, uh, for, for, oh, how long have we been doing this show? Almost four years. For four years, we've been calling for that as mm. uh, as as a model for. For the networks. I was watching a, a making of Being Human, which we have you know, discussed a few times on the show uh, last night, which is a fairly recent one leading up to they're repeating the episodes and then Series 2 is going to come on in the UK. And it mentioned that uh, apparently half the viewing audience for Being Human came from online. And that was a show considered to be a hit. And I thought that was really interesting. In the UK, they were actually going, wow, we can actually have half of the entire audience for this. We'll be watching online rather than on telly. And one of the big problems with watching television online here in Australia is is that our uh, internet costs are so expensive compared to so many other places in the world that uh, it, it's still like they're saying a million a month. Imagine what it would be if we actually had affordable, large scale broadband in this country. Should we imagine that now? Yeah, please do. Okay. Hmm. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. And yeah, um, what was the source for that that article? Again? WA Today. Well, that's funny because I was reading something about West Australia right here on this bit of paper, which <laughs> says that uh, there's an interesting new initiative going on, which is the West Coast Kids Initiative, which is to provide funding. Um, originates initially at sixty thousand dollars to develop up to three projects for ABC3. One of them will go into production to screen on ABC3. So it's a little bit like a Big Brother house, but for making kids' television. And it is, sadly, yeah, the trade-off is you do have to be in West Australia. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, but if you are a writer or producer in West Australia and you are interested in getting involved, they're looking for... Uh, bold ideas and fresh situations with interesting and engaging characters that a 10 to 14 year old audience can relate to says Screen West Chief Executive Ian Booth and they're looking for 13 15 minute episodes for character driven situation comedy for kids there is going to be a meeting uh, 
on Tuesday, the August 18th, 2009, with various ABC types. Uh, go to the Screen West website for more information. So, no. so what, what they're trying to do there is get all of the creative people who have left Western Australia for the East Coast, yeah. particularly Melbourne and Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, to go back home. Well, I mean, if, look, if I wanted to be completely cynical about this... Uh, sure, you, which you, I do. Yeah, you could say recently Film Victoria had a thing called Stitch, and the idea for Stitch was that you basically pitched a sitcom, and then a whole bunch of people would come to a workshop they weren't paid, weren't, weren't paid to attend or, or you know, write anything, and then from that they were going to choose a couple of projects, one of which would be developed and, and appear on the ABC. You could basically say this is just a way of getting everyone to do the work for free. That you know, this is a way of getting hundreds of ideas. So rather than having to develop anything, you know, a, a large chunk of the development work is now being done at no expense to anyone. Right. So, so if you are a creative person originally from Western Australia, mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, anyone here can relate to that. Oh, that sounds crazy. Uh, pre- pretty much what you're saying is don't rush home because there's unlikely to be a paycheck. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that it, it rather than yeah, look, this sort of competition model. I don't know. I'm just saying. Here are questions. Yeah, I've, uh, I've always found that a little, a little bit dodgy. Hey, everyone, let's take this person's idea and uh, and construct it via mm. committee and then uh, and then give it back to the person and say that's what we want. But if you are a listener in WA, because we do have many people who listen who, who do work in the industry, it's a good opportunity to maybe throw something in there. It's a great chance to make contacts. That's what I found through uh, through a lot of these things is, is, sure, you go, you don't get paid, you might get a sandwich. Good cheese. Film Victoria, very good cheese. I've got to say that every Film Victoria event I've ever been to, lovely cheese. Mm. Blue cheeses? Are we talking stinky cheeses or well, great it? wheels of sticky camembert? There's, there's usually a nice camembert there and, and often a good cheddar. Wheels as big as your head? As big as my head. That's the, around about that big. That's, that's pretty especially big. Especially for the uh, video podcast. Is this a good segue? Because oh, you are king of the segue. See, I'm, yeah. I'm there, really there hoping. Is, there, oh. is, there is no video no, podcast. No, no, no. Hey, no sorry, so that's just speak, an aside. Uh, speaking but, of but cheese. For the... Uh, for the uh, aspiring writers, there, there's always new slots opening up on the program grids on various commercial, especially especially the Nine Network uh, on the telly. As the oh, on the telly, as really, the, as really, the, Brett, as on the, the telly, on the television, not just on the radiogram anymore. No, no. <laughs> keep uh, yeah, keep keep trying to get to that segue. I had you right there with speaking about cheese. Drop Dead Diva. See, I don't know what is that. Is that a cheese show? It's a it's 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 a horribly cheesy or is show. It cheesy, yeah. Okay. Uh, Drop Dead Diva. Uh, word was that Channel Nine had axed. That's uh, given its very poor performance, uh, and then losing by more than six percent to the Seven Network, whatever they had on at uh, that time on Monday nights. This is after one episode. Um, after one episode, with, with, however, with no real fanfare coming before it, no. Uh, no billboards, no... Yeah, no but, but Channel 7 was just showing footage of squirrels. Yeah, but good squirrels. Okay. Adam Boland produced squirrels. So uh, the Nine Network had scheduled re- repeats of The Mentalist, uh, starring <laughs> Australia's very own Simon Baker. Uh, but news just to hand, Nine have decided not to axe Drop Dead Diva, uh, leaving it in after The Farmer Wants a Wife. How would you feel if someone said, oh, we're replacing you with repeats of The Mentalist? <laughs> like, there's no positive way to take that. No. It's Australia's own. Um, although, uh, if we're looking at local content, I think that uh, perhaps somebody's in a little bit of trouble after the premiere episode of Rescue Special Ops. Uh, with cops. 
with cops? No, that's no, 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 ops no, with cops. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, that's that's the official title is Rescue Special Ops with Cops. This is a helicopter drama. Isn't it, it is. It is a helicopter earpiece drama, mm-hmm. starring Les Hill uh, and also with uh, Libby Tanner, Gigi Edgley, who I can't stand. She always freaking whispers. Did you know Brad has a problem with whispering? And uh, Phelpsy, it was a third in its time slot for the premiere screening and of And they have had billboards. After, oh, have they? I was yeah. going to ask, did they actually advertise that one? They, they did. Right. They, had, they had huge billboards. Unfortunately, it just looked shit from the billboard. Right. Um, did the billboard say, this is shit, the age? Uh, no. No, okay. it didn't. But it was, just, it, it was just like a really bad student kind of Photoshop thing. It's, yeah. Maybe, like the design did, on the billboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they did it in PageMaker. Came in at number three after a repeat screening of The Devil Wears Prada and Bones on the Seven Network uh, <laughs> with uh, um, uh, just looking 1.135 million viewers. Uh, so, uh, Liz Hill, maybe you want to start looking around for other projects. So imagine that. People found David Boreanaz more compelling than you. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> That Actually, is- it's lucky they didn't have the Block of Wood show. <laughs> and some squirrels. <laughs> uh, Mumbrella reports that uh, research company TNS has won a contract. TNS. To- yeah, TNS. TNS. I, I was trying to work out what that stood for. <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. I think it's just called TNS. Okay, go on. Uh, Carry on. Totally now statistics mm. have, uh, have won the contract to uh, give subscription TV... An audience measuring service. Now, I, I find this quite interesting because figures so, figures have been coming out about subscription TV, so they must have some kind of audience measuring service. Plus, they have a set top box in every house that has subscription television, so surely they could get some data from that. But none of this dodgy uh, one viewer equals twenty thousand viewers of the nation. Yeah. Uh, the service, to be known as MultiView, will see data collected directly from the set-top boxes. That's that's what it says here. Uh, well, so so Foxtel just couldn't be asked pulling the figures off their own equipment. <laughs> yeah, pr- pr- pretty Somebody much. Somebody else has gone in and said, "Hey, we'll give you all these figures. Just give us access to your boxes." And the uh, the the that's basic da- the basic data that we have already had uh, for subscription television has come from Oztam and uh, and their chicken farm. Multiview mm-hmm. uh, will also include time-shifted programming, HD channels, all the things that Oztam don't cover. Uh, 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 time-shifted as long as it's on the IQ. Maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll also have a... Uh, oh, yeah, well, it's only uh, Oztar and Foxtel pay TV. So, yeah, time-shifted... Not if they've uh, not if somebody's hooked up a, a third-party PVR or a video cassette into the component outs uh, from the Foxtel box <laughs> and watching it on video. Yeah, that's there's no way to uh, no way to measure that unless people want to be honest and send in a letter. Can you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like they're sending in a letter what, talking about what I've been watching. Legally, you can watch. An episode of something that you've recorded to tape. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was the letter thing I was, I was curious about, whether I could send a letter. Hello. I've been watching the television. I've been watching this program. <laughs> I've been is, is that your letter voice? Yeah, it's my letter voice. Yes. Everyone around my way watches these programs. They're marvellous. They're terribly <laughs> popular on my street. It's lovely. So, I, 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 find that, I find that really interesting. It's taken up until now uh, to, uh, to 
to get that kind of service on subscription television? Maybe they were waiting for everyone to convert to digital. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe the uh, the subscription services were a little embarrassed at uh, the considerably lower numbers than free-to-air networks uh, that they were getting watching their shows. Well, the thing is, this is also good news for the free-to-air networks because they can also get that same information about their own channels and their HD channels from Foxtel viewers. So these people who are not being covered by... Uh, by the Oztam figures, they'll actually be able to get figures about how many of their shows were time-shifted, how many of their shows were seen on their HD channels, all those things that Oztam are not covering will be covered. We might actually be getting a really good, a really good indication of how shows are rating. I think that's exciting. It's crazy talk. But uh, given that won't be data collected by Oztam, I'm sure none of it will be official. Well, what do you mean official? All they have to, all the networks the have official, to do is, is uh, rating say, company of the commercial free to air networks or of the free to air networks is uh, Oztam. Yeah, but so it's not some some dinky little third party company that are taking the data off Foxtel's boxes. Uh, dinky little third party, I think. Oh, stop fighting. Yeah. Stop anyway. fighting. Brett, you need anyway. some news. News, Brett, from you. Was there some uh, information about how big a uh, company it is? It's totally now statistics. <laughs> <laughs> More Channel 9 news. Uh, last week, they shot a pilot uh, because they are oh. scratching around for new ideas. For so, God, we have to put something on so the So shooting tele- pilots is now a big thing. On yeah. the telly. That's yeah, dead aviator <laughs> hour on Channel 9. It's a, what, what, what do you think that thing Corinne Grant's uh, hosting is all about? Skyways. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, pilots. <sighs> Can we get Charles anyway. Kingford Smith's body? Exhume him. Shoot him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a celebrity <clears throat> pilot shooting. The working title on uh, the pilot is Not the 7pm Project. No. It is. That's the working title. It's to be hosted by Eddie Maguire. It's uh, a oh. panel show. Who is Ch- Channel 9's Charlie Pickering? They auditioned uh, comedian Peter Berner, amongst others. <laughs> and uh, it's expected to launch later this year if it's greenlit. It's for Channel 9, though, did you say? So they won't actually tell anyone when it's on anyway. A source. A source. Bit of a snarky source said the series had been devised long before ten similar offering and featured people, quotes, who actually have opinions, <laughs> like Eddie Maguire and Peter Berner. <laughs> what we're really trying to do is capture the 1997 ABC audience. We're really trying to go for that. Who who can we get to to do that? What about Peter Berner? Excellent idea. Well, he is see a, if he's still alive. He's a controversial gentleman. Um, stars, stars, and stars, and big name stars. How's he a controversial gentleman? Was there, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to be polite. Was there any more of that, or shall I just no, move it. on? No, it. Oh, um, Eddie wouldn't return calls. My, uh, Mike Skinner of, uh, of I was about to say of popular beat combo. Whereas it actually wasn't written down here. They've actually put off popular beat combo <laughs> the street. Um, <laughs> Mike Skinner of the streets, the the band who had a big hit with uh, "Don't Mug Yourself" and um, was it, wasn't the streets pretty much just Mike Skinner? It is just Mike Skinner. Aren't it's you just pretty him. much just Mike Skinner? Yeah. No, it, it, it's just him and uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, you, you sure look fit, but don't you know it? Yeah, that was one of them. 
Um, he has revealed this is such a non-story. Uh-huh. I should warn you before I even my, go into it. My old man's a dustman. He wears a dustman's hat. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Uh, Mike Skinner has revealed via Twitter apparently that he has a part in the new series of Doctor Who because I, I know that any kind of Doctor Who Twitter related news is worth bringing to your attention uh, a post on Twitter said you won't believe the week I've had I can't talk about it but let's just say I got a part in Doctor Who uh, it was later withdrawn with the comment and just like that the tweet is deleted so therefore it must be true and I, I'll be on Doctor Who <laughs> but that's nothing new geezer he has actually, his music has appeared in Doctor Who before. With, in fact, Don't Mug Yourself appeared on a car radio in the 2005 episode Father's Day. And he does continue a, a long and slightly shameful tradition of uh, musicians appearing on Doctor Who. There were those rumours of Lily Allen, which we reported. Uh, Billy Piper, of course, as Rose, was mostly known as being a washed-up pop star. Uh, Lee John from Band Imagination, which no one will remotely remember. Was she really a pop star? Yeah, yeah, she had a whole, she was, she was a washed-up, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought she was only famous because she was... Duncan, uh, uh, Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans. No, before that, before that, she was a bit of a kind of a UK Britney. That was her. You didn't know that. Thing. No, no idea. Uh, you don't watch enough video hits. Courtney Pine and the Beatles, of course, also appeared in Doctor Who once. I'm but happy with stock that. footage. Oh. not yeah, but they were there. The, right. do- the Doctor puts them on the screen and goes, hey, hey, look, I'm an old man, but I like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was quite a controversial moment at the time. Don't uh, you're also uh, you're also forgetting John Pertwee's long pop career. Oh, he had some superb records, didn't uh, he? Oh, uh, yes. Record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I go with my thing? I'll go with my thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mark Day in The Australian had a, uh, had, had a piece... Formerly host of uh, The Day Today? No. no. You, you're thinking day. of This Day Today and that's... No. What was Mark was, Day's current affairs program? I think it was... Uh, Make your mark. I'm Mark Day. How's your day? <laughs> I, think, I think it was... Uh, Today? Mark, Mark Day with Current Affairs. The Marked Mark- for Day. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean anything, but it would be a great title. <laughs> right, ominous theme tune and some big blocky letters. Oh, it would be good. Those letters from Fringe could do it. Yeah, they, they could. They could. I, I'd like to I'd like not- to see him doing the, the, the reporter does it to camera bit, walking towards the camera and tripping over one. Yeah. <laughs> and the end of every story would be, and that is why this person is... Marked for day, <laughs> and then the giant letters would come in. I'm not going to do this. Story Possibly anymore, problematic. This is, this is so much more entertaining. I, I, very, a very spiky goatee, and and as he went face forward over the letters, that would uh, it, like, like a tent peg go into the ground, and he would be stuck there and have to do the rest of the present <laughs> with his chin stuck. I want to see that show. I, I, Are I, they making I, that show? Is that what you're going to tell Scannell? They're making that show. I would like to see Mark Day hosting things on the Comedy Channel instead of uh, Cameron Knight. So basically, just replacing him, and then the Comedy <laughs> Channel would be shitting day for night. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, what's your story? <laughs> oh, I think I can do better. Um, the, the oh, I hate that. Um, somebody at the door. What did, no one it's cares. Made me, it's made me half dead. Yeah, but no one cares. No, no one, one cares. Me. This one looks like it's actually important, Brett. Go on. Oh, yeah, I, do, I need to know about this. Do cool. your important thing. Well, uh, the the person that uh, that was perhaps uh, responsible for a uh, head of comedy at uh, the ABC getting sacked as a scapegoat and uh, for not uh, reviewing before it was broadcast the Chasers uh, Make a Realistic Wish Foundation sketch that had the entire country up in arms in raid. Um, has announced that uh, she's leaving the ABC and she's going to go work for Southern Star Entertainment. Yes. Yes. 
do you, do you want to actually a, give her name? Her name is Courtney <laughs> yes. Gibson. Thank you. I thought it was one of those clues. She was the ABC TV's executive head of content creation. She's uh, She's been with the ABC for six years and uh, was responsible for things like Spicks and Specs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she says... Uh, after more than 10 years commissioning programs for our public broadcasters, it's time to cross back over to the other side of the equation to be a maker of shows and content for a variety of networks and audiences. I get and, the feeling I'm guessing, she was, money. Yes, a bit over uh, working for a charity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At charity uh, rates. Uh, so, uh, Courtney Gibson, you know, she, she did some great stuff uh, in, in her job, uh, not the least of which was passing buck, but... Uh, it is always a very, uh, shall I say, nervous time for viewers of the ABC when they are changing commissioning editors because we don't know if we're going to get somebody who actually knows what they're doing. We don't know. If and given they can't pay anything, probably not. Yeah. Or if it's someone who was famous for writing a libretto for an opera about the opera house. Oh, that's going to ring a few bells for some people who <laughs> did some work at the ABC in the 90s. <laughs> You're the head of comedy? Really? Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen a comedy? <laughs> can we Can we just not mention him? Can we not mention him? I actually can't remember his name. <laughs> I just, just remember he wrote libretto. I, just, I, don't, I don't even want to try and think, because that, that was a very bad time for ABC comedy. <laughs> it so was. And that is the Box Cutters News. This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness, Box Cutters. (laughs) Stick it in the fire and eat it. (laughs) Stick it in the fire and eat it. Southland is a new show from the US. It's about cops in LA. I I had 10 minutes for this segment. I think Mm -hmm. I've just done it, though. Oh, really? Cops, LA... (laughs) Don't look at me. I didn't want to watch this thing. Uh, star- did you? Star- I, I did watch three it, episodes. I watched three episodes. I did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I only watched two because I thought I had three, but I only had two. Uh, it stars uh, one of the kids from uh, the OC, the OC, and uh, oh. uh, he he plays a, uh, a a rich kid who's become a cop. To I, I don't even think that's a spoiler. Whose well, name? Whose name I found disturbingly is Ben Sherman, which kept distracting me yes. all the way through. As that well, is, you know, a famous on, line of shirts. He he gave up on uh, making the trendy skinny shirts <laughs> and uh, signed became, to be yeah. a copper. Um, well, Brett, he's I, assumed I to be a rich kid. I, I know that you've watched seven episodes. The of entire show. series, yes. So I, I think you're probably best suited to. Uh, tell us what the hell it's about and why we should watch it. Well, it opens up uh, with Ben McKenzie having just come out of uh, Police Academy. And, uh, oh, so going, it's like recruits. Going to... Or Police Academy. Oh! <laughs> seven. <laughs> the final stitch. Um, him him and his partner uh, slash mentor, uh, you know, Wizen's cop who's been on the beat for uh, for years and years going out to their squad car and uh, going around the uh, the hard streets of LA that doesn't actually start with a, a flashback though the the first episode all episodes uh, start with a, a flashback to the end of the episode and then a voiceover goes but how did that man end up with that arrow in his head is, so is that all the all each episode? Each starts, episode, yeah. Because the then, first two, I don't think the first one did. The first one starts. The first one starts with did. shooting and goes back. Yeah, he's, um, uh, people come up to him and say, "Are you all right?" And he's you know a bit shaken. The second one starts with a baby, and the third one 
Um, I have already forgotten, and I watched it today. Is but it yes. him with his his rich old friend? Oh no, school? the third one starts with the um, with the the cop uh, at a party who's been chained to something, and then yes. goes back to explain. Do we? Right. Yeah. Oh, so so it's, it's essentially. How did you get into this situation? Girl, that one. No, actually, I, I, I'm, I'm going to. So, I assume, Brett, that you liked it, and we should, we should let you speak. But I was, the funny thing is, we mentioned this show, and I'd watched half an episode a while back because it was on another disc of something we were watching. Mm-hmm. And I went, God, this show's just trying too hard. This is a complete waste of time. Thank God we're never going to review that one. And then last week, we went, Hey, it's just Southland's had really good reviews. And I must admit, I, I, I did dislike it a lot less <laughs> on the second viewing than I did the first time. But my main problem with it is I keep going, Why do you exist? Like, it, it, that thing you're saying, it, it felt well, to me... Why the show exist? Yeah, because it felt to me like it was just doing something a whole bunch of other shows had done. I, I well, didn't is it find a new millennium West Coast Hill Street Blues? It did feel a lot like, yeah, I would say it felt a lot I mean, like Hill Street Blues, much, but trying to be grittier, but and, yeah. And from the outset, because we, we kick off with uh, Ben McKenzie just out of Police Academy, and, and that's been the flashback, it seems like it's going to be following him and, and coming to terms with working in LA for the... Uh, Los Angeles Police. Although apparently Str- it doesn't. Strange right? that they don't call it the LAPD. Like they they've got jackets with Los Angeles Police. Um, uh, in, in the it's same, a bit like State Police in yeah. Seho. Um, but uh, it's very much an ensemble piece, and in fact, too many characters. Well, this like is my too many different threads that you're following along. Even if you're really focusing on it, and I was, mm-hmm. um, you you can still lose track of. Well, so, so I, the thing, I didn't find any of the characters terribly interesting. I, they seem so ill-defined. That, One of the um, most confusing things was the cop that, that uh, got shot at the end of the first episode was uh, pretty much at, at the centre of all the, the goings-on in the second episode. Oh, and I was okay. like, wasn't that guy just shot? He? And, and he's, he's at this retirement party and like he's, he's the one retiring and, and kind of cutting loose and but, stuff. But it did seem odd to have an ensemble cast where you haven't particularly got much definition to the characters. And this is, look, this must be me, but I actually found Ben Sherman and John Cooper is the, um, you know, the, the, the young guy, the grizzled veteran. I thought they looked nearly identical. I couldn't actually tell them apart in certain scenes. And I kept going, is that brilliant casting that they're meant to be, you know, elements of the same person that, that you know, eventually Ben Sherman will become John Cooper. Well, interestingly, uh, Ben McKenzie was from the OC. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's quite well known from that. Uh, but uh, John Cooper had uh, had a recurring role on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, really? Yeah. So the same, so, same so type of actor, very quite much, possibly. Uh, yeah, yeah cause same I, roots. Because there were certain scenes where I couldn't tell them apart. There, there was... Uh, well, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. There, there was... A weird thing where, where about 10 minutes in, I went, oh, this is the kind of show where one of the characters at the end is going to turn out to have a specific secret, and I know exactly. And it turned out to be a different character than the one I thought it was going to be, but it did do exactly the same plot reveal that I was expecting it to do. And, and this, is the, this is where I think, John, your, your point of why do we need it, in a world, in a world that has had The Wire and The Shield... Do we expect something a little bit more from our cop dramas? It did. Look, it felt to me I was trying too hard. And that thing of like, it was obviously trying to find what it was by going, oh, we're gritty, but we're not as gritty as you know, The Wire. But it's, it's, my sa- it's my same problem with Third Watch, though. I don't see much difference exactly, between this yeah. and Third and Watch. Going, oh, we're doing this, this you know, back to front storytelling thing, but uh, it's kind of been done. I, I, must admit, I think also it's got the, the most pretentious opening credits I've seen on anything. And if they weren't there, I probably would hate it less. Which that, that looks like me... something from that Scorsese, Kings of New York it, yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it's, it's really oh. trying too hard, the theme tune. And that the thing at the beginning saying, oh, there's this many cops for four million There's 9,800 
policemen in the city of Los Angeles to cover 4,000 million people well, yes, it's four million. and going, 900 square miles. And I'm going, you know, I, don't, I think probably London would be a harder gig than this. Uh, you know, I, I don't the know streets why. are all curvy. And they're curvy. In London. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, I, I made a little list of things that were annoying me. Uh, also, it's got the, the documentary style. <laughs> That's because oh, you're looking at the positive, yeah. John. No, but I actually liked it more than I did the first time I watched it. The lens flare, it, it deliberately plays up the grungy uh, doco style and the sound. Like, it's deliberately got really bad sound, except when someone makes a phone call, and it's like CD quality, the person they're talking the to, end. which is really weird, because you go, hang on, are they in the room? No, they're not. They're, they're on the phone. Well, so the first episode, uh, the, it, the camera work seemed quite a bit like Cops. Which is reality TV. You've just got a cameraman crew uh, riding with real cops, um, uh, beating up rednecks. Um, but and and like even the video quality of of the the video, yeah, of the visuals. It was really trying to push the whole. It, oh, look us, we're gritty, we're cringy. If it had stuck with that, uh, and in a sense just did did an entire series like that. Which, uh, sure, Homicide Life on the Streets already did uh, an entire episode like that. Uh, then, then it would have something a, a little bit more if it was if it was a camera crew that was actually fo- if it was like like The Office but serious and uh, and about police in LA. But still but even, with Jim looking quite. But the, 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 the Docker thing's so done to death though, and I just thought, yeah, we in this it felt really, really. We we haven't seen it done in drama. It's it's been used a lot for for comedy. That handheld kind of wobble style though. That, yeah, that's, that's been used a hell of a lot. But there are um, blue, which um, one of the EPs came from, and a couple of other. Well, that's that's the other thing. Is but even yeah, Battlestar Galactica used it a lot, and yeah, I mean a lot of drama now. Has they been use doing that. they use handheld, but it's not the uh, it's not the handheld single light chasing after. Uh, but I don't you know, know if this was deliberately intending to. I mean, this is obviously filmed in a documentary style, but I, I think it was still trying to film it in a cinema documentary style. I don't think you were necessarily meant to think it was a, a, a documentary crew. Because that's, it would... that's, that's my point. If they had meant that, if they had tried to, to do it like an actual documentary, like, uh, remember Louis Theroux on the streets of Philadelphia, uh, where uh, it's just him and a camera, and they're with the cops, and they're chasing down... Uh, drug dealers and and things like that if it had that kind of look it would be something uh a little bit a little bit more it would feel a little bit more real but it just felt really polished i didn't i didn't hate the the characters of ben sherman and john cooper and and the scenes with them i thought had a certain interest to them but again that thing of there were so many characters that you just kept wandering off on other storylines and there was like a a guy in the actual office who who gets a few i don't know who he is i just didn't even yeah, it was all those things. Like, what did he do? Um, he was obviously a, 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 a he was the, the sensitive, caring one who's talking to the the writer, telling her her friend has died in, in one of the episodes. But it just seemed that there were so many characters I couldn't keep up with it. And that thing of like you were saying, if it had just committed to something, it felt like it wasn't mm. committing to anything. It was trying to be all things at, at the same time. And um, yeah, and even when I thought that those guys were the leads, apparently they disappear completely from episode four, and and then reappear later. Well, yeah, it's really interesting how you guys are talking about about the shows because uh, we haven't mentioned at all the detectives um, homicide detectives who who are also a big part of the series well it's exactly, I actually but didn't they're, they're not yeah. in the first I found it hard to follow there's, there's one scene in yeah, particular it becomes a lot more split between the two of them so there's there's a there's a homicide case that they're trying to 
trying to resolve and there's, you know, kind of regular and patrolling. How do those two things fit together? Stuff going on. Um, I think they're kind of almost respites from each other. So uh, maybe it's just for the ADD white gen kitties. <laughs> there was one scene I was going to ask you about where uh, the woman, I think she's one of the detectives, and I must have got confused occasionally about who was what. She seems like to, Regina King. Uh, possibly. Um, she gets hit on the back of the head. Ow. Yes. Then, then wakes up, and wakes the up guy and, that hit and, her on the back of the head is sitting next to her. And she sort of arrests him, and he shows her something in a, in a wardrobe. And I, I, had, I couldn't tell what it was. So I, that was the uh, young girl who he'd abducted and then killed. He was a pedophile. So there was a dead person in the wardrobe? Dead was that, girl. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird that that just not <laughs> doesn't come didn't across. Actually get I, could, to I, I didn't know what the hell was going on in that. See, scene. And, the, and that's it, what it, I'm the, talking about. That's you, probably not a spoiler because I don't think it actually goes to anything else. I don't think it leads anywhere. So you're saying that's what you were talking. That's about? That's what I'm talking about because there are so many different things, and and I guess because we don't have ADD, um, and we're trying to follow along, but it jumps all over the place that you don't actually put that girl bouncing the ball against the the garage door with what's in the closet. Oh, I still not putting it together now. I I did, but the uh, but but the thing is that it just like it's it's just it's just not enough. I just don't think that uh, there's nearly enough in in any of this to it's it's like they sat down and said let's make a cop drama. Okay, let's make a cop drama. Bam! Oh, like this. And they just and they just went. I've got a, I've got a character. I've got a character. I've got a character. Great. Well, that's all we need. Yeah, it does feel. I mean, and also, I think as, as they were going along, there was a lot of tinkering with how they were doing it like the first two episodes actually um had, had seemed to, to have this pattern of ending up with a, a signature piece of music um and and that would would go out on that uh, quite nicely and they just didn't bother doing that with the the rest of the five episodes yeah uh, but what's the what's the plan what's the theme what's the style none of that comes through according to so it was also a, a late mid-season replacement well, it's only seven episodes, isn't it? Which is a really yeah. odd kind of number for a series. I was going to say, Wikipedia claims the second series will de-emphasize the ensemble cast and instead will yes. follow the Adams and Sherman characters and their partners. But then it says this bit, stories will center more on how crimes come together with less serialized storylines. I didn't think there were any serialized storylines. As far as I could see, every, ep- every episode was pretty well self-contained. So yeah, I'm not really sure. Perhaps in the last five minutes. <laughs> Um, the the black detective woman. Um, There's a black detective woman. Yes. Who who is the other? So so the second series is going to follow new guy from the OC and his partner, whoever that may be, and a black detective woman who has had issues with dating guys and wants to meet the love of her life and obviously has issues with not having children and lives with her mother and you know it's, I'm, I'm it's bored fairly dense. I'm bored. I'm bored. But Don't yeah. watch it, it. There's no point. Dense, dense in a good way or dense in a bad way? Dense in uh, stuff to relate. <laughs> are you going to time? Are you going to keep watching? You're going to watch series two? Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not looking great for it. <laughs> I don't know. You're the positive one yeah, on the team, and you're going. Yeah, you're, maybe it's, it's not you're looking. Usually, you're usually yeah. I'll keep watching it. Yeah, I'll keep watching it. And I think a maybe from you is a re- like that's that's quite a stamp of nothing. If it this was show on the is telly? nothing. If if it was if, when if do you have time to watch? When do you have time to watch telly? Well, like uh, United States of Tara, we watched three or four episodes yeah. for mm-hmm. our review, and I'll watch that as uh, they come up on the ABC. Right. Yeah. Right. Which they are at the moment. But that's that's something that you're quite interested in and and, and want to look forward to. Southland. Oh, I was similarly ambivalent to Tara as to this. 
Maybe a little less so. Right. So you you will maybe keep because there's it. no Chris in the morning in Southland. Oh, uh, I I have to say that I I will not uh, I, I will not uh, endure with uh, with Southland. I just, I can't be bothered. John, no. We really don't need a thing for this. For this oh, I was going to cut. I was going to cut. I had it at least. Woo! Boom! Oh, you, you're building the energy I back am, up. I am. Sorry, I was build it up. I was just saying we we have become the most depressing episode of box cutters ever. So I, yeah, I wanted to. Hey, how, how, how about uh, we we pretend like we're in a in a rock concert? Hello, box cutters. Hello. Yeah, that worked. Yeah, okay. Um, this is uh, taken from something that uh, I'm not a regular viewer of. Uh, can, can, can suspicious? <laughs> no, Criminal Minds. Do uh, you guys watch that? Uh, no. Because it comes on uh, before My Name is Earl on Wednesday night. But uh, I, I do like what that guy says in Criminal Minds, how he goes, uh, my name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepared prepare to die. You know he left. Apparently he's uh, explained this week what it was. I didn't bother reading the article. What, what was? <laughs> Why Mandy Patinkin just, just disappeared from Because he had show. to go and search for who killed his father. <laughs> He'd already found him. Prepared to die. I missed that episode. Anyway. <laughs> yes, Criminal Minds, which you don't usually watch, but it is on before My Name is Earl on Channel 7. Yes. Um, and uh, I caught the uh, end of the episode last week uh, where they were looking for some sort of serial killer and um, doing a bit of a profile amongst the detectives um, about, uh, you know, so he's doing this and he's doing that and uh, getting getting uh, the, the Samuel Johnson character who has the connection. <laughs> to all the computers in the world. Um, and rides a unicycle. In another room, yes. Um, but it, it happens to be a, a, a bit of an older woman. Um, and uh, it went... Uh, well, so they're doing the profiling. But I, I have this really... Uh, can I explain it after? Yeah, yeah, please, just do oh. something. <laughs> I was able to pick the perfect victims. Are you close to your family? Easy making friends? The answer, yes, and you're spared the torture. We figured out how he chooses his victims, but how does that get us his real name? All right, let's review. JJ, can you get Garcia? I think the guy's a real psychiatrist. Also afraid of being alone, so he's most likely married. May have adopted children. Why? Uh, because the torture is like a sexual component. All right, he might be impotent. Hey, guys. Also, if he's desperate for a sense of community, he definitely have kids. Okay, I'm crossing Portland doctors with adoptions. And given the obsession to control his victims with torture, he might have been abused. Okay, juvenile records are going to be sealed, so you've got to give me a minute. He uses antiquated (laughs) terms like phobias, so he's most likely in his 40s. And the creep of the moment award goes to (laughs) one 43-year-old Dr. Stanley Howard psychiatrist. This guy was killing his... Wow. This guy's a real psychiatrist. They've, they've, They've established that in the room amongst themselves. They're doing this profiling. And she says... He uses antiquated terms like, like phobias. phobias. Yeah. The guy's a freaking psychiatrist. <laughs> he deals with people with neuroses yep. such as phobias. Uh, d- dust be- the cobwebs off, Grandpa. <laughs> he'd be texting it, though, wouldn't he, if he was contemporary? It'll be text. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be... It'd phobes, be whatevs. F- Lol. <laughs> F-P-E-A-S. Yeah. Phobias. No, no, I, I, it, it seems that... I mean, what is this, has this kind of slid into into oldie English? Have the you noticed phobias? N- so, n- no, no. Is I, it Gen Ys can't 
say words with more than two <laughs> syllables, so no, they just I, say fears? So. I think I think it's that criminal minds is shit. Have you also noticed... Antiquated terms. The Samuel really? Johnson character in all these uh, has quite recently just... They can just Google. That, that's all it's become. Like, I've seen this, a few of these Samuel Johnson characters now. All they really do... <laughs> It's Google proficiently. Oh, no, no, but it's a special Google because it always beeps as, uh, as the letters come <laughs> up on true. the screen. I, I'm going to project Google the image onto their face. Medical professional. Uh, what was some of the other things? Medical professional adopted. Uh, over 40s abused. Abused. Impotent. Impotent. Dr. Francis Thompson. <laughs> That's just around the corner from here. Is that, All right. is that a real person that we've just named on the show? No, no, oh, it's good. not. There's good. uh <laughs> No, it's the first thing it came up with was uh, infant adoption, child adoption, domestic adoption. Later on though, my dachshund was abused as a pup. <laughs> So apparently, it did turn out that uh, it was this psychiatrist who who still had an office, but uh, the building wasn't there anymore, uh, and had had stopped practicing uh, some weeks before. Still had these patients and was killing them in the way that they the, that that was uh, synchronous to their phobias. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's what an old foggy word, though, Miranda. He's yeah. uh, he's he's using potting mix to bury this woman in a basement because uh, she was a spelunker, but uh, had a phobia that uh, she would get buried underground. Spelunking and phobias. Put your teeth back in, Garfield. <laughs> Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this showing no good. That was so terrible. I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to know about TV? Yes, please. <laughs> hey, there's been some uh, crap TV uh, uh, on the tally. Is that another animated <laughs> survey? I assume it is. Should Not we do this again? No, no. <laughs> no, no editing. Uh, <laughs> ever. Woo! <laughs> Tell us about crap TV. As we yes, know, Tom. the new uh, standard definition digital Go channel launched last night. And I think you yell it. I think it's just Go, Go. Yeah, that's better. Channel. Um, in the run up to that, I, I think it was from last Thursday through until uh, Sunday night, they were running promos of all the fantastic stuff that they're uh, going to be screening on on this new uh, hipster, <laughs> youthy, cool. Do the kids still say cool? Uh, kids. Phobia. I think they say phobia. <laughs> that is so phobia, man. That they are uh, going to be screening. The only thing is that uh, through the selection of footage that they were running in the gorgeous, crisp, widescreen digital format, almost half the clips were originally in four to three format, and uh, they just stretched the those frames no. to, to go to the sixteen to nine. No, so there were fat Seriously, people. So were, it was just fat people. There were fat. If they can't, if they can't even find clips that uh, they could expand <laughs> and crop for a thirty-second promo, I'm not sure. I'm particularly looking forward to half the content running with black edges or with people with heads as wide as Bert Newton's. Does my ass look fat in this? No go. Your fat ass does that. <laughs> Hey, uh, can I just mention here, um, uh, slightly off, off, off topic, but slightly on topic, yeah. 
John Hughes, of course, died. Ah, yes. And as we, as I think, his tabs and friends. Yes, as Josh Canal mentioned on the Outland Institute this week, he was the Frank Capra for people aged a, a very, very specific range of ages, roughly I think thirty-four to about thirty-eight, and. Um, and so I went not out. at the time, obviously. Well, not at the time. No. And, and I, <laughs> I love how. It's, so it's essentially he is the Frank Capra for the people in this room. In this room. And I went out to, to purchase a, a copy of um, a copy of, of the Breakfast Club to, to celebrate his life. And I thought, yeah, I wouldn't download it. I'd buy one. Yes, that's crazy. I'd buy it. Um, I need to be forced to watch an ad telling me not to download stuff that I couldn't forward or or skip on the DVD. On the DVD, the, which made me very bored. angry, and followed by an ad telling me that if I had a, a, a high def TV and Blu-ray player, the clips they were currently showing me would look better than they currently looked. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm going to stop the film. I'm going to go out and buy myself something. Then come back. But what is the point of an ad going, hey, look at these scenes. They look great if you watch them on something else. I, just, <laughs> I do not get the point of that advertising. And then uh, what is it about the uh, Ashes coverage, Brett? What's oh, you a- wanted to do uh, both uh, together? Yeah. Um, well, uh, SBS have been running uh, the Ashes coverage from the UK. Uh, it's, it's very, very exciting, as uh, everybody in this room is uh, aware of, I am sure. Woo! On yeah, Friday, yeah, like this, this week's test on was fr- was exciting. Did it end in a draw? No, no, it wasn't another draw. No, no, no. it wasn't another draw. Kel surprise! Australia actually won on Ooh. Friday. The fourth of five tests commenced. Uh, except it seems that somebody forgot to tell the credits producers at SBS as the title just before opening on the craggy but hirsute visage of uh, Greg Matthews proclaimed it was the first test. Ah. Uh. That's shit. I, uh, I got stuck on Craggy but her suit, which I thought was a lovely phrase. I, uh, I was um, trying to picture that. Well, because he, he had the Ashley and Martin, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, watching it, I'm watching it on Fox Sports, so I don't get any of that. I, one of the great things... Isn't that covered by the, the, the thing? Anti-siphoning. Yeah. Uh, no. Why no, not? Fox Sports have it as well. I know. They're pro-siphoning. One of the great things... I, I think I've mentioned this before. One of the great things about Fox Sports uh, and the cricket is that uh, with Fox Sports Active, you can actually either listen to the commentary or just listen to the crowd sounds. So if the commentary is really annoying you, if you don't want to hear Ian Botham ever again, you can just listen to the crowd sounds and uh, and wait until the little super comes up that tells you Michael Holding is is now in the studio. I like Michael Holding. I'll listen to him. They should also have a camera you can pan away and just look at clouds. You could just or the seagulls in yeah, uh, yeah mid- just watch mid- the seagulls in crowds. Well, this this was the the whole thing they with digital television. Do, do you remember when they when they first uh, said, "Oh, you'll be able to watch the the cricket from whatever angle you like." It's like the angle button on your DVD remote. Yeah, who's what? ever yeah, used yeah, the angle like, button? The angle. What is that for? <laughs> I don't know. At least uh, at least with digital TV, they just made them colours, and so they would put instructions on the screen when you could use them. They were just mystery buttons. <laughs> yeah, I don't crap TV. Are you one of those that follows the ads? Follows, 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 follows the ads. Now I can talk as much as I want. Got the sly look. Sly look. Sly look. Hello, 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 hello. this is Ricardo Montalban. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. See, I, I, meant, it, I meant it to make no sense. I think John. maybe we should differ. I, I think you'd... I think you did crap TV. TV. I, was, I, I meant it to make no sense, and then it ended up actually being a full sentence <laughs> with with a verb and everything that didn't mean ex- no. in, in any way what I wanted it to mean. It's got wrong. 
It has gone wrong. Kid. How would I know? I don't crap TV. <laughs> Phobes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, spe- speaking of something that the young kids will just uh, be-, be right into and, and know full well, mm. have a uh, ha- have a listen to this. Transport. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Choose a family. Choose a fucking big television. Choose washing machines, cars, compact displays and electrical tin openings. (laughs) Choose good health, low cholesterol and dental insurance. Choose fixed interest mortgage repayments. Choose a starter home. Choose your friends. Choose leisure wear and matching luggage. Choose a three-piece suite on higher purchase and a range of fucking fabrics. Choose DIY and wondering who the fuck you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch watching mind-numbing, spirit-crushing game shows, stuffing fucking junk food into your mouth. All right, so we get the idea. It's it's, it's an it's an anti-society, anti-capitalism, anti. Uh, everything just just you know drop out of society because it is completely useless and uh, and absolutely nothing right mm-hmm. yes that's yeah. the uh, it, it is the opening to train spotting uh, now have a listen to uh, to this it's it's going to take a, a little while because uh, it's very annoying. Uh, lighting up on the interwebs. Choose noise. Choose pace. Choose the latest. Choose to save energy. Choose to save money. Choose to be green or to be tempted. Choose to run away in a new direction. Choose to be economical. Choose where you work or where you don't work. Choose low emissions. Choose to be safe with ESP and six airbags. Choose to have fun with your mates. Choose a new place to go in the most fuel-efficient non-hybrid petrol car in Australia. Choose new Suzuki Alto. Okay, that is kind of creepy. I mean, as, as much as I think the beginning of Trainspotting is a completely self-indulgent, smug, you know, sure. pretentious kind of wank. Because, yeah. But being, it's exciting. Being, being a junkie who shoots up in Scotland is obviously a lot more interesting than all that stuff. But, um, but yes, the idea of taking that kind of notion and then, and then just going, it's about buying cars. Samuel Johnson, that's wait, yeah, I can't work out. I can't work out if that's uh, yeah, if that's Samuel yeah, yeah. Johnson. Or, yeah, that was definitely yeah. Samuel Johnson. Absolutely, that that is yeah, that is genuinely creepy. That's that's almost as creepy as when Mercedes Benz actually did use "Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz" on their ads. Yes, yeah, yeah, and this is and so they've got. Um, was that ironic or something? N- uh, I've never n- really listened to the lyrics of that song. Well, the point is, yeah, it is meant to be a kind of. You know, I thought it was a Christian thing. It's an anti. It's an anti-capitalist statement. Uh, I believe she's kind of making, and yeah, to then whack on a car ad is. Yeah, yeah, just is is completely horrible, and this is the same, and and also the, uh, I, I don't know if you could hear it, but underneath there is a fake version mm, of Lust, Lust for, for Life. Life. Yep, that is just different enough to not have to pay any copyright on it, uh, but uh, you know, it's, oh, at the oh, end, it just, of- it just makes me. Angry at the end of series three of almost fabulous, which uh, uh, so no, absolutely fabulous. That's right. Yeah, almost fabulous is the segment on your show on my radio, the Atlantic show, Institute. which is on Joy Melbourne every Friday afternoon. Um, no, sorry, on, on absolutely fabulous. Uh, end of series three, which I, I like to think of is the real end to the series, and all those four hundred series you did after that uh, were all dream sequence. There's a, a bit where um, Eddie is at the PRPR person's award and she gives this amazing speech. And part of it, she talks about how you've taken every song that ever meant anything to anyone and you've attached it to a toilet brush. And I think that's pretty much what Suzuki's done there. Yeah, well, I, I, I like the, uh, uh, the, the Esso or uh, Exxon, 
whichever company you, you choose to side with. Exxon doesn't actually exist anymore, does it's it? It's the same. It's Exxon. It's all the same. Yeah. Uh, which is also Caltex now. Anyway, uh, Exxon wanted to use the Eels song, Tiger in My Tank, mm-hmm. uh, to help promote their products. Now, Tiger in My Tank was an old Exxon slash SO slogan. The tiger is their symbol. They uh, sponsor the tigers in the zoos and uh, and everything like that. But Tiger in My Tank is about how uh, the, the world is basically coming to an end. And, and how he likes to, to uh, shoot up. No. No? No. It's not like Lust for Life. Okay. It's, it's not okay. you know, no. Uh, it's, so uh, so they they wanted to use that, and so they they got in touch with uh, e? with E and uh, and said uh, and said we want to use it, and he went, yeah, I don't think you really uh, get what the song's about. No, and that's you know, bravo, hmm. him and Neil Young, they're the only ones who are going to heaven. Well, you know, luckily he uh, still owns the rights on his music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, luckily, or by design. Yes. Anyway. Actually, that, that reminds me. Uh, Suzuki Alto. Uh, given the mention of E, uh, was it just me, or did uh, did Ben McKenzie in uh, in Southland remind you of E from Entourage? Uh, that kept yeah. on distracting me. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. Anyway, uh, Suzuki Alto, I don't buy it. Letters. Letters to box cutters. We've had a lot of them. We have. Are we gonna are we gonna do the special one? I, I I'm gonna do the special one. Awesome. Uh John, why don't you start with the ones that you've got there? Oh, a lot of these actually um some were letters, some were just off the blog, but I thought it was just worth mentioning because we had quite a lot of response to last week's show. Um Rob Boxcutter said, No, not the lobsters, which excited me beyond belief. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank that you. was uh, Thank that was you, Rob bravo. So yeah. it's you and only you, Rob. Yep. Uh he found the secret <laughs> message in last week's show. <laughs> we should start doing that. Put secret messages and see if anyone yeah, yeah spots them. Uh, yeah. Although Paul it's not strictly dead. in the show. Paul is dead. You know, if you if you play that back, yeah. it sounds like Revolution Number Nine. Wow. Yes. Uh, Darren Boxcutter said, uh, "Thank you for the review and recommendation for Psychoville. I've watched the first episode and have already gone through a few pairs of underwear and laughter. Also, thanks for the recommendation for the island. I'm also enjoying that show. I watched that one when I ran out of underwear. And what do you think the island." Uh, that 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 would be uh, Pr- the prisoner, the prisoner, which, right. which on the Simpsons was referred to as, as, as the, the island. island. Uh, Peter Allen said regarding dance your ass off. I don't think we mentioned this one on air. No, um, the Channel Nine have programmed it on the new Go Channel. Yep, Go Channel. Yep, yeah. They still only gave it one episode, knowing it was a shit idea when nobody watched it. Yeah, but that's the Channel Nine way. Channel Nine way is to give even a shit idea. One episode. One episode. Uh, Mermaid Pirate said, uh, regarding the host of MasterChef, we were referring to, to invisible hosts last week. Mm. By the time I noticed there was a host, I was convinced she was actually the world's most realistic-looking robot. Uh, actual oh, yes. Chad, a few people are writing about Torchwood, basically saying that, that same thing of, um, that yeah, that, that having hated Torchwood before, they were either going to give it a go or or that it was actually you know, not as bad as I expected. Um Facebook six three four two zero zero seven five one. Ah, our old friend. Uh, yeah, did did say that they'll, they'll watch it. They can find it probably playing at three thirty seven a.m. on a Tuesday. Actual Chad said that uh, he had watched Torchwood series one and two, and uh, not two. Series one was terrible, 
really liked the new one. Uh, but he says, the problem is I just don't expect Torchwood to keep up that level of quality. I've seen both ends of the spectrum, and I think even if it reaches a middle ground, I'm going to be disappointed. That, I think, is actually a fair point. That, that is a fair expectation. Because I think tor- the Torchwood yeah, hit such a high level of, of quality with that one that I don't think it's going to ever match it again, and, and everything from here will be slightly disappointing. Antonio Matoli brought a beautiful message of the art of being happy. Um, the time is now to be happy. Mm-hmm. The place to be happy is here. Have a wonderful and beautiful day. Godspeed. I came here honored the, his blog. Um, to which actual Chad said, deposed Nigerian royal family member says what? <laughs> <laughs> and Facebook 6534013368THX said, um, Am I the only one who's noticed that spam has become shockingly unoriginal? I haven't got an email from a good Christian widow in months. We, uh, we, we also got a letter from Siobhan. Or Siobhan. Either way, Siobhan. See you, Ben. <laughs> see you, Ben. It must be see you, Ben. Uh, see you, Ben. Oh, I, I was almost going to say out her email address. No, I don't. Uh, I won't. I won't. Her message is, you guts sucks ass. I've listened to two episodes. No, sorry. It's I've listened to, which is the number two, and then... Two, which is T-O. Oh, it's episodes. It's it, But it's backwards, Prince. I've listened to two, two episodes, and they boat sucks ass. You guys are obviously a bunks of overgrown, grown is spelt, G-R-O-N-E, teenagers who still live with with's mummy and have never kissed a woman. Forget screwed one. Why don't you guys do something <laughs> useful with your Y R U R E? No apostrophe. <laughs> so, so it's, she's kind of hedging her bets there, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't Why don't you do Why don't you you guys do something useful with your lives, like go to church, convert to Catholicism, and become <laughs> priests? It's obvious that the vow. <laughs> The vow of celibacy wouldn't be a problem, you wankers. May God have mercy on your souls. Wow. Shabon. I, I, I mean, I, I love the idea that we've wasted our lives, but she's listened to two episodes of a podcast that annoys her. <laughs> uh, I, I like the idea that she's just assuming that, uh, that, that none of us are Catholics. I, I'm also curious. I didn't get that email. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you get that why email? Why did I get that? And I wonder what, what set her off. What were we... Uh, what we discussed that, that I don't know. Uh, caused that. I don't know. Maybe it was when you said you hated Siobhan's guts. Yeah, it could be. Was it when I kept kicking those Catholics? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was all that time that you sucked ass. Yeah, I've never screwed a woman. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's quite right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget screwed one. Which is, I think, going to be my next number plate. <laughs> That's letters to box cutters. If you have a letter, you can go through the blog at hooray at boxcutters.net. No, don't. Boxcutters.net. Either way, you know, work it out. Hooray at boxcutters.net is the email address. <laughs> boxcutters.net is the blog. There's a link on that. Or you can text us 0458 Cutter. Work it out yourselves. Woo! If you watch one thing. If you watch one thing this week, 
John, what would it be? Uh, I would watch the documentary To Russia With Love, The Great Radio War, which is on SBS 1 on Friday the 15th at 8.30 in the evening. And it looks at the uh, looks at the Cold War through the work of Radio Free Europe and Radio Liberty, which were CIA-financed um, pirate radio stations, effectively, that broadcast beyond the Iron Curtain. Right, Radio Free Europe, also the uh, opening track on the uh, first album by R.E.M. Yeah, because R.E.M. was actually a CIA-funded uh, project as well. Right, which is, why they, that. which is yeah. why they won the IRS label. Mm. Oh, it all makes sense. Now. That's fascinating. Uh, my one thing for the week is on uh, Sunday night. It's on ABC One. It happens at seven thirty. It goes for around about sixty minutes. It's uh, the second episode. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> second episode of uh, Stephen Fry in America, where he goes through the Deep South. Uh, it began last night. Uh, oh, it's last I, Sunday. Last I, Sunday. I wasn't aware. People aren't that, necessarily uh, listening to this on it Monday. Had, uh, it was coming up. Um, but uh, he's, he's driving it- across the states, through each of the states, in, an, in a black London taxi. If you, if you had listened to the Atland Institute <laughs> on Joy 94.9, right. you would have been aware that uh, that, that was uh, going to be on. Before last, the last show we recorded. No. If you had listened on Friday... To the Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, you can actually listen as we record. No, no, it's I, weird. I knew it was on on Sunday, but yeah. if I'd known it was on Sunday, the Sunday before, I would have brought it up for the one thing last week. But you already had one thing last week. But that will give you two things this last week. This would have trumped it. Which, and we've had that discussion. This would have trumped <laughs> We've talked this through. Uh, I'm only doing one did, thing. Did you, so did you watch the episode on Sunday night? I haven't yet. Okay. I recorded it. Uh, it, it reminds me, and uh, and this might ruin it for you a little bit if, if I tell you, but it reminds me of, you, you know, that excellent uh, human giant sketch, let's go! You know that that one? That rings a bell. It's, uh, I've definitely seen that. It, it's basically uh, these these three guys, they, they have a show called Let's, let's Go! go! And, uh, and they'll go and they'll just run places. So they're all in matching tracksuits. They'll run places Pretty and go, where... We're at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> now we're at the subway. Let's go. So it's it's like being over caffeinated uh, children's TV hosts. And so and so and so uh, Stephen Fry go across uh, America is like it, it's kind of like that because he'll go. I'm in Maine. They like crayfish in Maine. Now I'm in Vermont. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's it's bizarre. He, he goes through like. Seven states in in the first episode, and because obviously he's got to get through fifty of them in in six weeks, right? Uh, it's a mathematical exercise. exercise. Yeah, it's, I, I think it is. I think it's more a mathematical exercise on on how can you how can you fit fifty states into three hundred and sixty minutes right. of uh, of television? And if you watch one thing, Josh, uh, if I watch one thing, it's going to be on ABC Two on Saturday night at eight thirty p.m. Can I say how much I'm loving ABC Two Saturday night at 3 oh, p.m.? I watch the birds. It's like the golden age. There are some it's, it's excellent like, films. Isn't it's there? like Bill excellent. Collins' golden age of, of television. Yeah. The of 1933 King Kong after the birds. Yeah, mm. uh, and uh, and so this Saturday they've got Charade, which is a, a, a great charade. film with or Charade. Yeah, uh, I'm not from Adelaide, so I say Charade. Oh, I say Charade, but I'm from WA. Yeah, we're quite posh. What do the French say? <laughs> Uh, I think that's a charade. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's set in France. And they you know. say uh, the, the the French the French say pretend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've got no word for so entrepreneur. They, they say pretend uh, with the lovely Audrey so Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, and Cary Grant, uh, and uh, just uh, you know, scary man with a hook. It's it's got everything. Carl Molden. 
Carl Malden. It's a it? great film. Have I can't before he was dead, before Josh before, killed him. Before Josh killed him. Have you seen Sherrod? Have you? No, I haven't. It's a no. brilliant film. It's genuinely a really yeah, fantastic yeah, it's, movie. It is. It is excellent. It's. I, it's one of my favourites. Has been since I was a, a little boy. The Birds was uh, one of three Hitchcock films that we studied in cinema studies when I was at school, um, the, back in the antiquity. Uh, and I, I just remember the, the comedy of those fake birds as the kids are running down the hill. Uh, it didn't fail to to please again. Uh, did that. Did did that give you some kind of neurosis about birds? And if so, what would you call it? Um, it didn't, but if I had a neurosis about birds where I was fearful of them, oh, that'd be some sort of phobia, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, go drive your manual okay, car. question three. Which yeah, can I- All these going to be about war. No, I've got loads of... I've got one on tennis, one on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Brett Cropley, mm. have a look at your running order. Yes. Did I put quiz in there? No. Right. I thought you'd forgotten it because you often do forget it. Pork. <laughs> can, can I mention though how like yeah we keep saying we'll put actual Chad's postcard up on the blog and and it, it, it never actually happened. Is yeah. There, his, no, his fault no, is that. Look, that's me. Pork. Sorry. Hey, um, when I cast my pod. It's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. At least I'm not completely out of my mind on sleep depth this week. That is a nice change. Yes, Sam Pang. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Sam Pang. Although someone did mention to me this week that uh, you were very animated on the show last week. and It was Was quite nice to hear you talk. Oh, they must have just been watching the video podcast because I, I was very kind of aware that I was a little bit out of it. There is no feeling like I wasn't saying much at all. There is. There is Whereas no. if you watch on the video podcast, you were like one of those um, those things you get in car yards, the, the long tube guys with the floaty hands. They, they scare that. me. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's one just over the road up here. There is. I think yeah, for the yeah. car wash. Yeah. And, and kind of they run out of air and so they, they kind of deflate and fold in one bit. And, and, then, and then they hide under all, your bed. Yeah. yeah, they're freaky. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's very good, Brett Cropley. <laughs> That's surprisingly convincing. Uh, yeah, you know what? If we had... Yeah, monster or tree? <laughs> In a storm. Monster or tree? That could be one of, your, one, of, one of your entries for uh, pitch. Votes in. For, for the pitch. Yes, monster or tree? Pitch things. Monster or tree. There you go. I'm just giving them out for free now. That's one you can pitch to us. Hooray at boxcutters.net if you do want to send us a pitch. Uh, if you want to help support... Box cutters at the moment uh, on the uh, on the front page of the blog, uh, I've put a little thing up about uh, a whole bunch of uh, special offers that uh, are happening at the Box Cutters US store. A lot of TV uh, set top, uh, a lot of TV box sets. I was going to say set top box sets. That's just wrong. Set top boxes. A lot of TV box sets. Depends are, on where you put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, half price or sixty percent off at the moment, wow. and uh, and you can get some great deals. So have a look at that. But also, thanks so much to everybody who has been donating to Box Cutters. You can find your donation uh, on the right hand side. Unbelievable! You're you're my favourite people yeah, in the world. We've nearly paid it's, off the crystal yacht. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is exact. I, t- I told you not to order from those catalogues. <laughs> you said. What do you want to spend the money on? And I said, Crystal Yacht. And you said, right, I'd like to see that. And so I thought, okay, I'll order one. <laughs> then you will see it. Uh, if you, uh, oh I didn't think the, the box cutter's credit card had that kind of a limit on it. Well, it, not anymore. Hmm. Platinum Express uh, apparently has no uh, upper limits. Um, I, I, 
I uh, I might just uh, also kind of um, the the Torchwood uh, review that uh, I contributed last week was a little bit lacking because. I was just about to crash at that point. Um, it, it was bloated and, and kind of wasted time. But um, I hadn't had that much of a problem with the when Torchwood first started and hadn't found it that much lacking compared to the new Doctor Who series. Because mm. <laughs> um, Torchwood Series 1 was pretty bad. I didn't persist. Okay. I didn't yeah. watch the entire thing. I think I watched three episodes. This, this might buzz... Oh, cool. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't intend it to. Josh has just brought out his toys, as you'll see on the video podcast. There is, there is no video podcast. Anyway, uh, th- to all, all the people who have, uh, who have donated, you are absolutely wonderful and, uh, and uh, really appreciate it. If you do want to donate, you can go to boxcutters.net and just click on one of the donate buttons on the right-hand side. And then you can come for a trip with us on the Crystal Yacht. There is no Crystal Yacht. Great. Now that's another video I have to make. As a Crystal Sales as well. Yeah. How does that work? Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't be a crystal yacht if like bits of it weren't crystal. Is it a, a full size? Is it a full size? What, what? Of course, it's full size. How could you get on it if it wasn't full size? You could have a shrink ray. Fair point. Josh, that I brings us to I the end. Of- I I can I just say I, I didn't realize that you're in a, in a position where you had to fulfil Rule Thirty Four of the Internet. <laughs> what, what is Rule Thirty Four of the Internet? <laughs> you don't know Rule Thirty Four. No. What is Rule Thirty Four? Um, if it exists, there is porn of it on the internet. And and like you saying, oh, great, I'll have to make another video now about the Crystal Yacht. Crystal Yacht porn. Yeah, sounds like you're you're the one there fulfilling it. Don't what's, tell you the Crystal Yacht. What's the rule? What's rule 33? Uh, nobody remembers. That brings us to the end of Box Cutters, episode 192. Uh, I want to say thanks to all of you for listening through that. And Siobhan. <laughs> oh, oh, Siobhan. Siobhan. You, you know what I think about Siobhan? I think you gut sucks ass. <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> Do we know in, where she was from? Uh, uh, I'm the guessing, internet. I'm guessing the internet. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Did we? Was there a special domain on her? Yeah, yeah, Gmail. Is she deposed Nigerian? No. Can we expose her? Hey, hey, you know what? Let's stop. Let's stop bad mouthing her because she's already asked for God to have mercy on our souls. Her God. God. Maybe. Her angry God. She is the fifth Cylon. What? I thought Sam Peng was. (laughs) Now I'm all confused. Uh, thanks very much to Crumpler who give us things to give away to you. Of course, you can win a Crumpler bean bag if you enter the pitch. Uh, in the coming weeks, we will be having our first set of uh, of television professional judged pitches. So try to get yours in Excellent. for that. And uh, have we have we uh, suspended the quiz until the pitch is over? I don't is, know. Is that what's going Do on? Do we have prizes? Hell yeah. Oh look, prizes! Oh look, at those. I was I was completely ready to to do a quiz. I oh, look, more prizes! And, and look, oh there's, wow, there's that's a, a cool prize! Uh, is that a laptop? That's yes, a whole bag of prizes. Well, y- you know what? You've got the Reginald transfer. That's coming up on a future episode of Box Cutters it is. for you to mm. win. It is. Mm. Yeah. It is. Until next week. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. I'm John Richards. I continue to be Brett Cropley, present and accounted for this week. Uh, Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. 
Boxcutters thanks 3RRR, whose studios we use to record this podcast pretty much each and every week. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you're in the Melbourne metro area. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you find us and leave a review. It will help other people find Boxcutters and then they can enjoy it too. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or via SMS on 0458 288 837. That's 0458 Cutter. Bit at the end where we discuss stuff. Uh, uh, I've got something for that. Oh, yeah, go on. I've got something for that. Uh, and I'm sorry for how messy this show was, but hopefully this will, uh, this, Just- this will improve it. Sean Williams. <laughs> Boss, you want me to stay? <laughs> so, Sean, you police. He yeah. ain't. Sean, how old are you? 18. How old are you? You shine head motherfucker. <laughs> This is The Wire with a laugh track. Ow! <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's okay, I'm with you now. It, it, was, uh, it, it was brought to my attention earlier this week, and it is golden. If you've seen all of The Wire, this, this I think, is from season three or season four, this, uh, this episode. So, you know, try not to, to ruin anything, but... If you have seen all of the all of the white, this is absolutely hilarious. It's it's just it, it is Turn it up again, completely table. completely Which compelling. Sheree, she probably ain't coming. All right, enough, sister. Man. Danielle, I fucked that guy up. I fuck his ass shut. My boy to do it. What do you ain't no boy? Then I'll get the nigga myself when I get out. What if you had a life sentence? Then I'll fucking escape and put that fucking pin there. <laughs> it's great. It, it really is. It really is great. You gotta uh, put a link up to I, that on the blog. I will. You know what? I'll put I'll put that up on the blog after you put. <laughs> It'll be up tonight. Promise. Right. Promise. You promise? promise. You absolutely promise. 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 Well, then it, this will be in, uh, in in the post for this episode. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.